Good evening and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Luke, and welcome back to the Know Nothing Nerds podcast. I did that in reverse. I usually say my name after the name of the episode, but my name is Luke for the second time. Joined, as always, by my better half, Twitch. Sir, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's, good it's been hear. a good week. It's good to hear. Any nerdy things? You saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood beautiful yesterday. Beautiful day in the neighborhood yesterday. It was yeah. really good. A little bit different than I thought it was going to be. Tom Hanks does a stellar performance. And, of course, I cried. Um, you did. I did tear up a few times, and there were some like great moments that were like, this is something Mr. Rogers probably approved Sure, of, sure, sure, uh, sure. I believe. I saw the documentary, um, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? So good. That that made me cry more than A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. No kidding. Um, yeah. It's not to say that A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood was less, um, less emotional and yeah, impactful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like seeing Mr. Rogers, the real Mr. Rogers, do what he does yeah. is just like, oh. Totally. It's heartwarming and heartbreaking at right. the same time. Right. So. That's one of the, like, the only mediums I th- like the only television shows from way way back that we both have seen I yeah. think Cause, yeah because I grew up on Mr. Rogers too so yeah I, like, I did too yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what's funny is I wasn't a huge fan of Mr. Rogers growing up I don't remember having any really uh, real opinions about him I was just like yeah there's other more interesting looking things I think probably because I might have been when I started seeing him I was a little bit older I wasn't like that like four or five year old sure kid, sure sure um, sure which like it's really he's really geared towards that age right 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 um but i've always thought the guy was genuine what were you what what were you into instead of mr rogers at the time uh probably weird cartoons at that time um a lot of nickelodeon obviously pete and pete stuff like that yeah um uh and a lot of the uh, like Saturday morning cartoons. Sure, stuff sure, sure, sure. We should uh, rebroadcast or re-record our uh, Saturday morning cartoons. I episode. think so. I think we would be better at it. Oh, totally. If we if we re-recorded every <laughs> single one of our episodes, they would be better every time. And I think that's one that we could actually get away with doing because. We could do all brand new cartoons. We could and, and, and not have any problem fishing for content. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, and we wouldn't have any problem. Whereas fishing if for we were to record, re redo the uh, fuck, what was the name of that movie? The Netflix movie that we did a we you were only recorded half. Oh, of, um, or you uh, lost the whole recording. I lost the entire recording of yeah shit. What was that? Um, Dan Stevens was the star of it. It was about like a cult. On an island in the nineteen hundred, early nineteen hundreds or eighteen hundreds. I'll just Google and throw it in here. We'll act, we'll act like we knew what we were talking about the whole damn time. It's gonna be one of those moments where we say, you say it, and you're like, "Fuck, yeah, that's right, I was, yeah, no, I knew the whole right, time." Right, but I'm not doing that on purpose, so that when I go back and edit this in, but you know that I'm gonna do something <laughs> that's gonna cause you to either have to do more work or keep or all just of this keep in. it all in. Which I hate about this this podcast is that you're never sure what to edit out or what to keep in. It's called Apostle. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dang it. Now I'm going to try it again so that I can maybe edit it in. It's called Apostle. It's not going to work. I just got to keep it all in. 
trying so hard. You tried so hard to like riff with me. I was. You're like, I was. You're like, oh right, that's apostle. That's what it's called. I just got the giggles immediately. I know. <laughs> you ruined the magic. I'm an asshole sometimes. This is like trying to. It's like it's like trying to. Uh, it's Han, it's a typical Han Solo story. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They're yeah, trying yeah. to make a movie out of nothing. I'm trying to make a podcast <laughs> out of no material right now. Oh. It's called Apostle. Yeah, if we had tried to redo the Apostle episode, it would be be a nightmare. Yeah. You'd sit down. Like, I don't remember anything that I said in that episode. I remember we really enjoyed it. We got to the end, and we were like, that was one of our better episodes we've ever recorded. Yeah. And I literally sat down on the computer. I was like, oh, it's not here. And then as soon as we were like, what do we do? I was like, I'm not talking about that again. No, no, (laughs) no. We're just like, well, fuck. I'm not talking about that episode again. It's just not happening. Um. But yeah, Saturday morning cartoons. We'll revisit that. For we should sure. just we should do 2020 should be like the first bit of it at least should be like us revamping episodes that we've already done. What do you think? Yeah, about doing something we like could that? probably dig into the, some of the stuff because there's did. a lot of untapped potential. There that we is. Have. Like I'd even like to redo, and I know this is dumb because we're gonna miss this because uh, Rise of Skywalker is probably gonna be our next episode. Yeah. Um. I'd like to redo like the Star Wars ones too, but anyway, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We we can we can we can discuss that later. Yeah. Uh, not what we're talking about today. We're talking about a movie that I really love yes. and that I'm excited about. Did you have anything else yes, to mention I do just have before? A yeah, things, yeah, a couple things. Um, one, I, I got Delise addicted. She's in town. Um, I got her addicted to the society, and she's quite pissed off. Is that what she's watching it. right now? Do you suppose? no, probably because we just finished it today. Oh, you just finished season. it today? Yeah, this is the third and a half time that I've watched the entire <laughs> season. <laughs> series through it's so fucking good so good they don't pull punches like the more i watch it the more genius it becomes to me like so much so if we can at all have it happen um i want us to try and do a interview with uh the showrunner of and creator of the society let's get him on Um, here i know i know for a fact that he listens to the show yes Uh, just when you get when you get to this point, uh, what's his name? Christopher Kaiser. Christopher, my man, Chris, Chrissy, Chrissy boy, longtime listener. <laughs> Shoot me a text. I know you got my number. Um, let's chat. Let's get you on here. So yes, because we'll- there's so many questions I want to ask the guy. I yeah. want to like, how much have you planned out? Like, where? What was the point of creating this that you decided like? I think I could get away with not pulling any punches because right. that's all the show does. Right. Is it just throws punches and just fucks with Unashamed, your Unashamed too. Like, yeah. Just, just incredible. You, so anyways, me, you make me want to watch that after we record. I know. I know. It's I so might, good. I might just do that. Um. Anyways, new season will hopefully come 2020. Um. They did point announcements over summer yeah. that it will be coming in 2020. Would, yeah. So hopefully sooner rather than later. And when Netflix says like something's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. They don't do like that film thing where seasons get pushed back yeah. or things get canceled or anything like that. We haven't seen that happen yet. Yeah. Um. So I'm very much looking forward to it. And this this plausibly, I know it's early to say it, but this plausibly has could be one of the best storytelling like from beginning to end that Netflix puts out currently because. To me, and from what I've read before, the creator actually has a clear idea. Has like an idea what the story yeah. is going to end with. Um, something that could rival it, maybe depending on what's going on. I haven't ton- put a ton of research into this, but I'm sure it's going to be another episode that we do a podcast on. We've got content stacked up for 2020. Yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. say first of all, but second of all, um, uh, uh, the Witcher series. Oh yeah, those, yeah, yeah. You have the books for those. Yeah, books like, kinda, and the I, games. Again, and I don't know what the series is based on. I don't know if it falls under any of that. Uh, any of the, the the content that they have to run off of, yeah. but 
that could be another example of something that really sticks the landing as a show that literally has a beginning, middle, and an yep, end to it. For sure. Um, so let's see what happened there. Can I tell you something that kind of yes. bothers me? Say something. Um, it's 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 this it's this show called Lost in Space. <laughs> yes. And it's a show that you recommended. I totally last did. week on the show. Yes. And that I actually also want to recommend just right now that people go and watch, but I cannot get into it. I have tried you four you said times. That when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. I have tried four times to get into it. That is right down my alley. I am yeah, always talking about I how know. much space fantasy I want. I want like modern day stuff with nice looking graphics. That has everything that it I does. could want, and I cannot watch it, and I cannot tell you why. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm so bothered, but like I'm not even. I'm bothered by the fact that I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of. The, it's like, and I I can't even tell you why I don't could, like could it. Could this possibly be like, even though I do kind of have a specific reason? Could this be a similar reason to why uh, our example for me and Downton Abbey? Sure. Where it's like you understand how amazing it is and how good the writing is and the acting and the visual storytelling and everything like that. You just don't enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's that. Okay. I think it's that. You just don't know the reason why yet. Right. I I just, yeah, I don't know what that I just don't enjoy it is. Yeah. Because it's got mystery, it's got robots, it's yep. got like the family stuff. It's even got huge deceit, like the uh, Doctor Smith character. Yeah, she is so deceitful and like right. good at it, good yeah. at manipulating. The totally, situation. you got backstabbing. You have yep. everything that like a good story should have. Yeah, and on a fat Netflix paycheck. Yep, and I just I cannot get into it. So I'm going to try again probably in the next week or so to just watch those episodes again because I watched the trailer for season two, mm-hmm. and I was like, this looks incredible. Yeah. But then I remember that feeling that I have of like watching the first two episodes four times uh-huh. and not moving on from it. Yeah. <laughs> like I just I can't get into maybe, it. Maybe we'll try it when it comes out, the second season drops. You and I will have to sit down and try and watch some of those try and, episodes try and together do it. Yeah. just to force yourself through it. Sure. So that we could have an actual like conversation, conversation about, about it. it. Yeah. Cause, cause again, like there's no denying how incredible that show yeah. is on a, and on just a scale of yeah. everything, Yeah, but I just can't get into it. So yeah. I just, I can't get behind it. Well, yeah. speaking of something that we can both get behind. Ooh, here we go. How about today's topic? Ooh, episode 55 knives out. Everyone in the family has possible motives. Was Holland planning on cutting off Joni? Did he plan to fire Walter? Is Richard having an affair? That's some heavy-duty conjecture. Funny, Ransom, you skipped the funeral, but you're early for the will reading. Up your ass. Very nice, Ransom. Ransom. All right, Knives Out, good movie. I liked it. Yes. It was one of those things that when I saw the trailer for it, I went back and forth a lot. I was like, I do want to see this. I don't want to see this. I do want to see this. I don't want to see this. I loved, I think you and I, was it when we saw um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Was that the first trailer that we it saw for that? It might have been. It might have been. That I, seems like it would be about right. About right, yeah. And in theaters, and I saw it, and I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. And I remember leaning over and being like, hey, this is something I want to see. And then they go, like, from the director of The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And I lean over to you, and I'm like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah. see this. It was one of those things where I was intrigued because – I knew it was a murder mystery, and I like those type of things. I like the murder mystery type films. Like Clue is just a great cult classic. I know that it's got its issues, but like 
It was so freaking funny. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that they did multiple endings for it. Right. Um, and it was kind of cool the way that what they tried to do when they released it theatrically, they actually had it to where it was a different ending in different markets, which is so cool. It's so cool. But ultimately that like didn't work too well. Right. Because you don't have people seeing the same movie. So there's potential for like big spoilers and stuff right. like that. So, right, right, right. But it also shows that like in that situation that, uh, they could have chose the murderer to be anybody and none of the clues that they actually set up really meant anything. So that was kind of a, bad fall totally unlike knives out where it just feels like clear cut ryan johnson knew exactly how this was supposed to end beginning to end and it'd be hard for him to just like say one of the other characters was responsible for what happened yes um and we'll again in typical us fashion we'll do a little bit of non-spoiler because this movie did just recently come out yes Um, even though like a lot of people had seen it well before it came out. Yeah. Oh, they um, put out, they put this out uh, a week or two beforehand. Yeah. 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 It press. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and they let them talk pretty freely about yeah. it, which is kind of interesting as well. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it non-spoiler territory for now. One thing that I do like is that we've had a few attempts at like the whodunit. Yes. Coming out of like the last two years, possibly. Um, one that comes to mind for me is Murder on the Orient Express. That yep. did not do well at all. It did not do well, but it wasn't as bad as like people say people it was. Say it was. Yeah, because I mean, like, um, the ratings are not good for that movie. No. Um, and I didn't like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but but I I think it's a it's a really niche market, but anyone can see it. Yeah, anybody can see it. It's 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 pretty mild compared to a lot of other things that are out there. Totally. Um, I'd take, uh, you know, you know, little kids, not little, little kids, but like 10 years old and stuff like that. Even I, with like some of the language and drug references, yeah. it's not like, no, it's not the worst, um, like PG 13 movie no. I've ever seen for sure. Um, here is the Google synopsis of the film. And okay. Kind of break things down. Non-spoiler. When a crime novelist dies just after his 85th birthday, which by the way is actually younger than our boy, uh, Christopher, uh, Christopher Plummer. Plummer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's down aging now. Which yeah, means yeah, he, yeah. He looks pretty good for his age. <laughs> I'm receiving a phone call. Typical, uh, podcast fashion. I, I simply must answer it. Yes. Hello. Bot, uh, spam bot. If it was anything else, we could have had fun with it. Anyway, I'm going to start that over again. When a crime novelist dies just after his 85th birthday, an inquisitive detective arrives on the estate to investigate. He soon sifts through a web of red herrings and self-service lies to uncover the truth behind the writer's untimely demise. Yeah. Untimely maybe not be the right word for an 85-year-old man. No, but that's no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like he's, he was he's up there. He's definitely coming. He's had yeah, some time. He, he, he's, he's had got, some time here. Anything north of 80, I think, is un- yeah. untimely is not a fitting <laughs> word, I'm, I'm thinking. It's, a, it's, it's pretty expected at that point, my Google review friend. But yeah. um, it's currently sitting at a 97 to make meter yeah. with an audience score of 92 which is incredible for the comeback of a man who wrote the most divisive fan film of Star Wars ever yeah it's uh it's pretty pretty interesting but um i i actually had 
more hope in Ryan Johnson doing this film than him doing Star Wars. Because he's better at, like, you know, Brick was fantastic. This is his wheelhouse. Right. Right. Brick is a phenomenal movie. Like, it takes the noir uh, um, genre and does it in a high school, and it feels so right Right. in every way. Um, It is a little bit uh, ungrounded. It's not, like... It feels like it's completely real and stuff like that. But you have that though, like even in yeah. Knives Out, you have. But kind it of is a... relatively grounded. You do feel like this could kind of really totally. happen, even though a lot of moments feel like very jokey, and the humor in the movie is top notch. Yeah, it plays straight when it needs to, and then it plays clowny when it needs to be a little bit. Clowny. And they're and they're never like they're never stepping on each other's toes. No, like no. I feel like they do in Star Wars. Yeah. Where it's like some of the more serious moments are definitely then immediately yeah. undercut by a joke. Yeah. Which is something that I think we we or someone else discussed about it chapter two. Yeah. Kind of being like these moments should be scarier. Yes. But they're playing, you know, funnier music over it that, or they're yeah. immediately undercut by a joke. Um I think Star Wars uh last Jedi struggled with that that balance. Yeah. Um but it seems like Brick did not, and it seems like Knives no, Out Brick absolutely did not, did not either. I, Brick I was way more serious than Knives Out. Um, uh, there was like a few funny moments, but overall it was like a pretty serious movie. Um, similar to the uh, tone of Looper. Yeah. Looper was quiet and very serious, um, very sure of itself in yeah. many ways, but there was a few funny moments. Right, right, like right, that. right. Um, um, I didn't like Looper. We can talk about that real quick. Yeah. Um, I thought of, you know, between time traveling movies, you have Live, Die, Repeat, which was once branded as, what was it originally called? Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which did terrible in the theaters, and then they called it Live, Die, Repeat, and now it's like this cult classic It is fate, a cult classic. Well, part of it was because they changed the name halfway through. Yeah. And it, like, totally screwed up everybody screwed didn't everything know what up. it was, it was like about. the chappy thing yeah live like, die repeat would have been a much better title than edge of tomorrow right because edge of tomorrow it's like what the fuck does that mean yeah is that like um, a, is that a summer romance yeah, novel yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah totally right? um but that movie is fun i think i good. think as far as time travel movies go that are like just sort of like yeah time travel yeah. exists here it is I think um, uh, Live, Die, Repeat did that much better than Looper's concept. Yeah, but Looper's Looper's version of time uh, uh, time travel actually wasn't too bad because it showed that um, once you start to do things in the past, it ultimately, if everything's kind of in a line, right? Almost, it automatically changes what's in the future. Whereas, like Bruce Willis's character in that, like he didn't know what was real and memory started to fade and be replaced with new ones. Right. So that's, that's showing that, which is, which is very clever. Yeah. And that shows some of like, um, Johnson, Ryan Johnson's like better. Yeah. Like, mind for story yes. where he can do those things and yeah. have them still like pull together. Cause Looper was still a really good yeah. movie, I think. But. And the other reason why, like I feel that knives out was kind of a culmination of his filmmaking and storytelling um, of using those experiences that he had on the films and stuff yeah. like that um, from different angles and stuff like that. And Star Wars is an aspect of that. Um, but like with the kind of whodunit, the mystery side of it, he really explored that in Brick. Yeah. Um, with the kind of, uh, but that was a very gruff 
version of what this whodunit could have been. Um, and then he started to change a little bit. He did the Brothers Bloom, which didn't really have too much mystery to it, although there ultimately was mystery to it. But that was a very funny, tongue-in-cheek, like, not very... It didn't take itself serious, even though it had serious moments. Right. There's definitely some ridiculousness. Uh, definitely, like, this would not happen in our world type deal. Then Looper was that more action-packed, like, but, like... Um, very quiet at many points and stuff sure. like that. And then, uh, culminates into knives out, which has those serious moments, but it's all funny overlaid. Um, the comedy in that, like I said, is standout. It's amazing. It's incredible. So this feels like it's culmination of all those things that he took from there. And then the filming style that he did him and Steve Yeldon, who is the, the cinematographer DP. on this took those things that they learned from all those films. And then, what they learned on how to use multiple cameras in star Wars to film knives. Right. Out. Right. And that's, I think that's cool to go from like a massive budget franchise to a smaller budget original movie. Yes. Where you can use a lot of those like big budget techniques. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I loved like a few key scenes. I think as far as like cinematography are concerned, or, like the establishing shots of the house, which are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, some like the camera work when we're following characters and introducing new ones, like edits between memory and uh, current present day. Yeah. Those are really clever. And also like the car chase was awesome. The car chase was, was really great. fun. Really fun. Yeah. Felt like a more realistic car chase too. Yeah. Because it wasn't like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, flying through the streets of Prague or anything no, like that. No, totally. You have like cars braking and they're moving relatively slowly. Yeah. Like, you, you probably hit a max speed of like 65 on that. Yeah. And it feels dangerous yeah. because it feels real. Yeah. Um, and then you have like cars like hitting buildings and that like, totals them. Like that gets them yeah. out of that's They hit a building and that's it. They're, yeah. they're done. Um, so yeah, I think that was very grounded reality, but really well shot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So beautifully shot. That. The cinematography in there, the way they did uh, blocking of the shots, um, the moving shots were great. They had they had plenty of shots in there where there was a ton of characters in the same room, but um, they had all of them in the same room they, some, in some of the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they blocked it out to where it didn't have to change angles every two seconds. Yeah. So yeah. you could listen to another character. And you also weren't really like overwhelmed no. by seeing no. all of these actors and actresses on, yep. the, on the stage. They did play it. It was like a ballet almost, like the way they played and danced with each other yeah. in the scenes. Yeah, yeah, Um, Nobody felt like their lines were being stepped over. Totally. Nobody felt like they were trying to outshine the other one. Right, no, this. they all blended in, <clears throat> and they played their parts really yeah. well. Um, and also like they, they, as pretty black and white characters in a whodunit, yeah. they stick to that really well. Yes. Where like, there's no like, the, and this is a, this is a compliment. There's no like game of Thrones characters where you have people making like out of character decisions, which is more yep. realistic. It's yep. like, no, everyone's doing what their character would do. Yes. And that's like, okay. In this yep. movie, that's what you kind of expect. Um, the other thing that I really liked about, this movie like shot wise is when you have characters remembering something happening when they're being like interviewed or when they're having uh-huh. a conversation with someone. And then right after that, like flashback, they'll say something completely different. Yes. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're, they're un, uh, unreliable narration narrators, yeah. but you're also being fed the facts yes. while it's happening. Yeah. So you know what happened yeah. and then you know that they're liars, which makes everyone suspicious. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of the way the information that they do give us early on 
is interesting because they give us so many clues as to what happened so early on. Very early on. Yeah. Um, in fact, they kind of tell us who the killer was like before the before, second act starts. Before the second act starts. Yeah. Um, in in fact, I, th- I think, and again, we've only seen this once, but I think that's how the first act ends is yeah. by seeing who done it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll get, again, we'll get into more of that. Yep. Um, uh, and the the, break, by the but... time the twist came, uh, it felt earned in many ways. Totally. It wasn't those one of those things where it was like, like we said with like the movie Clue, where they could have just pointed the finger at anybody, and it would have felt right. This one actually does it in the correct way. Yeah, to where like this is the only logical explanation with right, right, right. what has happened, what has transgressed, what clues have been laid out before us. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was a really, really fun movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, and coming off the heels of The Fanatic. Yeah. Oh, oh, by far, by I, far. I think it was just yeah. like something that I could actually enjoy and be entertained and also enjoy and say this is a good movie. Yep, exactly. Um, which which is important. Did you find any like fun facts behind the scenes? So like that, a couple or? things that I did. I'm trying to figure out what the – I think it was $80 million was the budget for it, and it's already got um, – at least it's uh, production budget covered between domestic and international. They did $63 million domestic uh, since they released, what was it, last week? November 27th, yeah. Yeah, so they released last week, um, or two weeks ago. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah, it's it's more. It's, like it's whatever. Weekend, by the time this gets change, out to you guys, yeah. that's uh, Yeah, by the change. time it's been out, it's been two uh, weeks. So, uh, and then they did $60 million international. So a total of 124 mil uh for just the two weeks damn so at the time of this recording tomorrow will be two weeks yeah so which is good news for us yeah because because ryan johnson did a interview with collider stating that he would love to make some more benoit blank uh blanc films i would love to see um which is good i i do i'm a little nervous about it because obviously the only recurring character in the new one would be Daniel Craig's character, Benoit Blanc. Which is fine. Uh, Blanc. Um, which is good, but like the cast in this, Dynamite. so fucking stellar. But like, you can get another one of those easily. They're going to be actors and actresses who want to put their name on this. Now. Um, I also saw a uh, uh, interview, a little bit of an interview of uh, them, the Entertainment Weekly did. Kind of a faux Thanksgiving meal dinner with all of them and Ryan Johnson. I think had, I remember uh, seeing Jamie that. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, uh, Catherine, uh, whatever the, uh, the daughter that played Meg, um, Chris Evans, and uh, Catherine Langford. Yeah, Catherine Langford, and uh, dude from It. Um, My boy Jaden Billy L- L- Yeah, yeah. yeah. The neo-Nazi kid. The neo-Nazi. <laughs> amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, he's an amazing neo-Nazi. Yeah. Luke yeah, yeah. is totally down with the right. I'm a big. Oh, absolutely. I'm a big alt-right guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Men's penis enlargement pills. That's right. All the way through, baby. Come on. Advertisers, pick us up. Pick us up, advertisers. Come on. They're just waiting for us. Got to do it at least once an episode. Um, Got to get anyways, one. They're all having enough. Uh, dinner together and like they just seem to click like real easily they had with some each good other. Chemistry. And these um, are all like really good actors yeah, and actresses. So. Um, 
there was not a real bad performance out of all of them. There's no one that um, stood out. Yeah. There is one scene um, that I really, I had a huge pet peeve of, and I yeah. want to get into it in spoiler territory. And I'm actually going to jot it down just so that I don't forget it, because I'm heated up about it every time that I start thinking about it. Good. Um, so it's, but before we just get into that, um, there's one thing that I wanted to touch on really quick. Yeah. It's not spoiler related at all. Um, so just so everyone knows, you can still be safe here yeah. during this time. Um, but the guy who does birth movies death at the Alamo did a knockout job with his like pre movie. Oh thing. yes. Yeah. So for those of you who do not are, who are not familiar with the Alamo draft house before every movie, before every big movie yeah. um, that they do, they do this thing called birth movies death. It's basically like a, like a nerd writer, uh, video essay yeah. on, the directors or the movies or anything like that. Um, I remember specifically before we saw Jojo rabbit, um, he did one about like all of Taika Waititi, but then he also talked about like the, 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 the art of Hitler bashing movies, Yeah, yeah. which was awesome. I thought yep. that was really clever. So he just does like really unique things. Uh, but the one before uh, Ryan Johnson's knives out was very peculiar and he breaks down uh, his suspects of who he thinks <laughs> yeah. did the murder. And uh, he, like he starts off, I think with Christopher Plummer, right? Or no, no, no. He no, starts off with, I don't Chris know. Chris Evans, I think. Chris Evans was second or third, I think. Jamie Whatever. Lee Curtis, maybe? Ma- Jamie uh, Lee Curtis. He, he's like, everyone killed. Everyone definitely did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it was very funny. It was it was super fun, and it was a good way to like set up the stage yep. for that movie. It was silly. It was it was entertaining. Yeah, so. the movie definitely like fit the tone for what they did prior to it, and that's what Alamo does best. Uh, even though Alamo doesn't sponsor us, we feel like mentioning them anyways because they literally know how to do movies best in the theater game. If you're if you're in an area which has Alamo Draft House, like you're doing yourself a disservice by not going to them to see a movie and going to like an AMC or anything like that. You simply have to. Um, yeah, you just have to. It's so good the way they do it. Uh, and yeah, I it totally fit the tone of the movie that we were about to watch. Um, and yeah. That's all I got to say. Technically, this movie is just top notch. Like Top notch. It should get a lot of award noms this year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. I think it should for sure. There were some really good scenes in there. Um, I was not expecting it to be as good as it was, and I'm pleasantly surprised yeah. by it. So if yep. you haven't seen it, I definitely give a recommendation for it. Absolutely go yep. see it. Um, we're going to take a quick break, do some recommendations. And when we come back, we're going to spoil the entire movie. Yes. Um, and then discuss some other things. And, and this then... is the one time that I, I, before we even get to the spoilers, you do not want to spoil this movie. You really don't. You don't. You want to go in with as little information. And hopefully we did our job correctly in this first half to where like, we're just giving you technical stuff. We're not giving away any plot, Correct. any idea of who could have done it. So. Correct. Um, so yeah, go into this movie with knowing as little as possible Yes, and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode. We'll be right back. Bye for now. For now. For now. We'll be back. We always come back. We always come back. Even in the, even when we take four Even when we off, take, yeah, yeah, yeah. These long we come breaks. Back. <laughs> third week in a row though. Yeah. Third week in a row, people <laughs> make note of that. We're fulfilling our promise. We are. We, we are. are. We are. We'll see you in a minute.
this week's recommendation, I have got to continue to recommend, even though I talked about it earlier in the same episode, The Society. If you have not seen this show yet, holy cow, it is the best teen drama in my opinion because this movie or movie, this series is so phenomenal and not pulling punches. It has a good story attached to it and the way they tell the story is so phenomenal. Um, and it's one of those shows where if you're like tired of like all these shows doing cliffhangers and really bingeable type things and you're like, I want to know the answer, I want to know the answer, this show feels like it's going to give it to you in the next seasons that they come with it. I feel like it's one of those things like Breaking Bad where it does have a clear defined end and we're going to get that. So go check out The Society on Netflix season one now before the new season drops sometime at the beginning of 2020. I'm pretty sure. For my recommendation, I'm going to do something a little different. I have recommended songs before, but I'm actually just going to shut up and I'm going to show you Chase uh, Segley, which is C-E-G-L-I-E. It's a little bit of a funky spelling there. Um, But this is his song, Juliana. I'm not going to play the whole thing, obviously, but just go check that out. Anyway, that's called Juliana. It's spelled G-I-U-L-I-A-N-A. One more time for you because I want you to listen to that song. That's G-I-U-L-I-A-N-A. It's weird, but it's pronounced Juliana. I know because I've listened to the song. This guy's super small on uh, Spotify. He's got like 19,000 listens just on that song. Uh, So go check him out. And now we're back to Spoilers. We're spoiling this movie for everybody. Everyone dies. Sure, let's sleep. Everyone always dies. In your world, that's how in it my, happens. No, in everyone's world, you will die. It's, it's true. Just a it fact. is true. It's, it's just, just a fact. fact. All of these characters die in the end. In the end, when it counts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boils down to it. Okay, let's 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 just address the elephant in the room yeah. right away. Um, that would have been such a good segue for my uh, political thing that I wanted to talk about. We're going to get into my political squabble with this movie in a little bit. Yeah. Which I can no longer use. Let's address the elephant in the room for that uh-huh. because that would have made so much goddamn sense. It would have, yes. I'll, we'll, do that. we'll deal with that later. Um, the, the, the fake out in the beginning. There is a big fake out, which I actually enjoyed quite a bit. Um they they give it to us right in the beginning, uh, before the second act really kicks off, that Marta, the nurse of Harlan Thromby, who is the patriarch of this family. And I've got a real Harlan <clears throat> Throng oh, for him. That was all right. <laughs> I've had better, um, I've had worse. Uh Marta is uh the one that accidentally kills uh Harlan. Um, by overdosing him on morphine, which uh, instead of ketamine, I believe. 
Yes, I think so. so. Right. Yeah. Um, so here is the only problem that I have with that. I think it's genius yes. because of the way that they reveal in the end that it's actually Captain America who killed him. Yeah. Um, I think it's incredible that like, or sorry, 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 sorry. I think that whole thing was incredible. But I then spent the entire second act of that movie being like, well, it's not her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, obviously, it's not her. Yeah. And that really, I think, distracted me from picking up on the clues that led to you being able to find out that it was, in fact, Captain yes. America. Because, like, there are there are hints there. The best mysteries are the ones that you can solve yourself yep. during the movie. So it's like it's possible for you to have done that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you did that probably. Oh, you, I figured you, it you out quick. Pe- piece it together quickly. There was a very specific point where I was like, oh. Never mind. Right, Got but the it. whole time I'm watching that movie now, I'm thinking, like, it's not her. So, like, yeah. when's the moment going to be that we realize that it's not her? So it was almost distracting for me because, like, you hear all the reviews being like, oh, this is a good whodunit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good murder mystery, 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 mystery. And that's, like, in the first 20 minutes you find out who did it. Yeah. And you're like, it can't – it doesn't make any sense. Yes. So I'm, like, spending the whole time scratching my head. Gotcha. And then when they finally reveal it, like, I caught on pretty close before they announced, like, who it was. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Oh. <laughs> I should have just, you know, like, but paid it attention. But it was cool that they did it that way because it created more mystery to it. There was layers upon layers of mystery with it. Um, and that that's where I thought it was pretty clever as well. Because we ultimately find out that Marta doesn't really do anything in the end, right? Of the film, other um, than her job, and she actually did a pretty damn good she job did of it. it. Yes, um, and then we find out that the supposed uh, what everybody in the family thought in the beginning that wasn't guilty of it thought it was suicide, which it turns out that actually it was it pretty was. much suicide. Yeah, uh, that killed Harlan Thronby. Um, the the thing that was. Uh, added the great mystery to it was by telling us the fact that Marta feels that she did it. And it gave that, that kick to be like, how is she going to get out of this? Because she is the only person in this entire movie that deserves to be be free of this crime. And not only free, but like she deserves the 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 reward. She deserves the reward. She deserves yes. the reward. Which so like when when he when when Thrummy dies in his will, he leaves all of his estates, his money, the business, the everything, the 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 publishing company, everything to Marta. Correct. Um, and it's like yeah, totally. Yeah. She's the only one who should have it. And I even thought that like during the point of like the whole murder plot because yeah. I still was like she's a good person yes you know what I mean and and again um um crap I was doing so good we're back a little bit later I totally lost my train of thought um <laughs> this is really awkward just, just do an awkward edit this is just right, yeah edit. it's just gonna jump Call right to that it's just, it <laughs> sometimes you have to be honest with your viewers hey, that's the okay. charm of our series <laughs> you, you know <laughs> I was going to say something about Daniel Craig, but I forgot his name. So then I had to Google it. And, uh, and now <laughs> That's just, what I thought you were looking up a note. You just no, 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 no. I'm just Googling Daniel Craig's name. Uh, I'm pulling the, I'm pulling the, Bene, the rug out. Uh, totally. Blanc. Uh, Bene, Bene Blanc. Bene Blanc. Detective Blanc. Even when he said something, because you guys think we're still talking about uh, uh, Marta deserving the money. Yeah. All that to say, she's the one who deserved it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that, I'm going to stop talking now. I'm going to hand you the <laughs> reins for a little Here bit. you go. Take them. Uh, 
Yeah, and uh, trying to figure out where to go from that. <laughs> yeah, see, I've left you with nothing. Good luck, co-host. Um, yeah, God dang it. She was a deserving one. Uh, that's that's really like the biggest spoiler yeah. I think is that is 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 that it's not her, and that yeah. it is in fact yeah. uh, uh, Captain America who does that, Chris Evans. Um, but he doesn't actually kill him. But he, Chris Evans, is guilty of another murder, which is that. fun. It's because yeah. it's still a it's still a murder mystery. Yes, it's yeah. it's just it's just not Christopher Palmer. Yeah. So we go through this whole uh, thing, just seeing more and more how dubious these characters are to one another. Um, and then we get a fake out from Chris Evans, which plays a good villain. Is he tries to shapeshift into be the person that is on the uh, an ally to the protagonist of the story. Um, he says that he's going to keep Marta's secret safe from everybody. Is else. that when you realized that? No, I realized before then. Before then, yeah. what? When was the moment for you? When can't you, tell like, you. Oh, you can't tell me. Why can't you part tell me? Part of the me? questions, man. Part of oh, the questions. Oh, it's part of the questions that you yeah. already now know that you got right. <laughs> maybe. Because maybe. Maybe. That. God damn it. Um, so uh, it's a good storytelling technique Yeah. Uh, to put the villain on the side of the hero of the story. Um, it gives us a little bit of uh, idea of like, we're not sure who we can trust in this. Sure. Um, I learned pretty early on. I can't trust what chris evans character ransom is gonna right, say right um or do and uh uh ultimately in the end he tries to betray her um by trying to say she was the one that was guilty um even though he knows he did it he ultimately was the one that tried to make sure that harlan was killed that night um did not do it successfully. Didn't do it successfully, but it happened nonetheless. It happened nonetheless, and, um, and then he kills Fran. So I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. you're 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 not a swell guy. Yeah. So he, because he thought the evidence that Fran had was uh, evidence that uh, was would have proved would have disproved uh, that that yeah right yeah. that Marta did not yeah uh, actually do it. Um, and that's one of the things that I love about it is like everything is fair in that yeah. movie. Like the there's there's not a whole lot of like plot holes because no. you you can't really like everything that people do is very understandable. Yeah, and it's very smart. Like yes. it's very clever why people are doing the things that they're doing. And you don't want plot holes in a whodunit, and especially right, one exactly. that is as twisted as this one is. Yeah, yeah, especially one that is twisted as that. I agree with you. Um, and like I, I draw, I don't know why I want to draw a connection between that. I think it's just because they're kind of similarly shot. But Fargo, the television show, yeah, is not a whodunit in any means. No, but it is about you know Lester Nygaard who kills his wife, and then he spends the entire season trying to cover that up. Yeah, but. Lester Nygaard is a dummy. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's a fool, and he keeps making mistakes, which lead to his eventual uh, demise. Yes. Chris Evans is smart. Yeah. He's meticulous. He plans these things out. He can make things happen because he's got money. Yeah. You know what I mean? His downfall is wound up because of mistakes, but he's yeah. covering his tracks really well. Um, so, and I, and I think his his ultimate demise was because of Marta's mistake. Yes. So, yeah, Marta made a mistake, right. but it was ultimately like, oh wait, never mind. And uh, the the other thing, the thing that really did trip me out, and I tried to figure out the one mystery that I was like, I really don't know the answer. to This is like, who hired Blanc? 
in the first place. Chris Evans. And Chris Evans ended up being the one to hire him. And I was like lost on that. I was like, if it wasn't like Harlan from the grave, because I thought maybe it was Harlan from the grave saying, if I'm dead, like put it, uh, send money to this investigator. Yeah. To have him look for me. I thought it was like a post. Something like that. Deal. I but, love that. Like that's Daniel Craig's biggest concern. Yeah. Like the whole movie. He's like, yeah. no, well, we still don't have a question answered. Who hired me? Yeah. <laughs> like, he keeps like, and it turns out that. that was, that was Chris Evans mistake. Right. Is it hired? He <laughs> hired like the best detective ever. <laughs> and it was a nice little detective. fake out too. The other fake out that it was, is that there was a point when Blanc started questioning himself. He's like, Am I really good or not? Like, yeah. it seems like I'm kind of an idiot. Yeah, it seems like I he's tripping these up. Clear things, right? And signs here, right, right, right. And um, uh, yeah, yeah. But he and uh, one of the things that I saw in the Eid uh, Entertainment Weekly interview is that one of the things that Daniel Craig is definitely conflicted in the end when he does realize that Marta is the killer and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, is that he's like he knows these people are all assholes and that she's going to give up this money and all these assholes that don't deserve this money are going to get it. Yeah. Um, and he's conflicted about like, how do I tell the truth? How do I fix how do I make this? this happen? Right. Make this happen. Right. Like I kind of feel like I want to do what Harlan did because Harlan meant the money to go for her. And if it's true that he did commit suicide, but only because she failed to do her job as a nurse, she still doesn't get the money. She may be cleared of right. homicide, um, but it's still but it's still still wouldn't still, get the money. Still wouldn't. That get the money. scene there leads up to arguably the funniest scene in that movie. Um, oh yeah, when he when when uh, Daniel Craig's talking about the donuts. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> I was like, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I, uh, See, that was... What? Maybe you suck as a detective, actually, because this makes very little sense right now. He's like talking about donut holes filling a, ho- a, hole, a hole in the donut. But when, in fact, when we look closer at the donut hole, it, in fact, has another hole in it. It's not a donut hole, it's just another donut. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> What is he talking about? I'm uh, sure there's a YouTube guy on there that's like got that all got the whole down. thing. Yeah, he's seen it like four times. And yeah, he, he knows that lie by by heart. Um, all right, I want to talk about the elephant in the room. You already used that joke. Nope, no, I didn't. <laughs> First time I said it. Yes, numero uno. Um, I'm going to except for that other time. I'm gonna move right on. You do it. I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep, I'm just gonna keep trying. When you inspect a closer look at the elephant, you may find out that it is, in fact, two elephants disguised as one gigantic elephant. Got yeah. it. But there is a big elephant to address. And I'm going to start by talking about the big Twitter storm of 2017. In the wake of Star Wars The Last Jedi, yes. there was, you know, maybe like two or three angry comments toward Ryan Johnson on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, and by two or three, I mean two or three million, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a, that might be a conservative estimate. Yeah, but. no doubt. <laughs> maybe 200 million. Um, a lot of people were not very pleased with this. And no. in response, Ryan Johnson kind of 
flamed the fans of Star Wars. Yeah. Which is like, it's not my fault you didn't enjoy the movie. Yeah. Like, I just made my Star Wars. Uh, he, like, he wasn't good. He did not handle the Twitter hate very well. No. He did also then kind of go on this uh, anti-right-leaning Twitter rant about Donald Trump as well during yeah. that time. Which, again, is just not something that you want to do when you're just dealing with backlash about a fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. Is you bring politics into it. Yeah. And he strikes again in my movie. And I did not like that at all. Yeah. There was about a two and a half, maybe five minute scene, maybe two and a half minutes. It definitely wasn't five minutes, but it was a long time where all the characters are arguing about a certain someone uh-huh. being El Presidente. Yep. Uh, and they're like talking about how he's an asshole and how we need that. And, people, and then there, you know, you have uh, Tony Collette who's like, oh, the world's falling apart because of this guy. And he's, collusion and things like that and then you have uh billy from it being like see i made him stutter yeah yeah, (laughs) you got it you got got it it. (laughs) uh he's talking about things and everyone's like oh god donald trump's so bad it is so unnecessary yeah and so like fourth wall breaking almost you know what i mean that was a scene that was a little bit there wasn't much that was given it's a it's a scene in the movie they probably could have done without. It did do, not propel the story. Yeah. It did not give us any insight onto why Chris Evans did what he did. Yeah. It doesn't give us any insight onto why like Don Johnson is a liar because he was the he was the main like spark of that. Yeah. It was like the fir- the scene starts with him being like, "Well, he's an asshole and maybe that's just what we need right now is an asshole." Um it just it 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 yeah. didn't fit. It didn't fit, and it sucked me out of the movie. And I had a hard time then jumping back on board for a little bit, uh, just because of that. Mm. Like I'm not a very political person, but I don't expect it to like drown me everywhere no. I go. And the movies is like my sense of escapism. Yeah. And I'm there now, seeing my murder whodunit mystery with Daniel Craig doing a ridiculous accent. So good though. And I, sud- I know I loved it. And suddenly we're we're talking about Trump, and it's like yeah. it's very clearly Trump. No one yes. explicitly says my boy Donnie, but, but it is clearly it's like Trump. it's yeah. yeah yeah. They might as well have been wearing a MAGA hat. Exactly, and that really bothered yeah. me. That really bothered me because then they just jump right back into it. Yeah. Do you remember? When I told you that my goal in life is to make the perfect movie. Yes. The best movie ever made. Uh-huh. And then right before the climax, you have the f- female character go away. I have to tell you something. She says, I'm a man. She takes the mask off and it's the guy. Yeah. The guy says, I'm a woman. Yes, and yes, he takes yes, the mask yes. off and it's the woman. And then they go about their, they, they just ignore it and keep going. Yep. That's what that felt like to me. Yeah. Was it was like <laughs> there was, there was nothing political for 45 minutes of the movie. Then for three minutes, it's very much based on yeah. there's nothing else happening but Donald Trump. And then there's 45 minutes of nothing else mentioned about it. Yeah. It's like so not necessary it's in true, my movie. But good good thing they did it early rather than a lot later in the film. Like yes. You definitely can tell there was definitely some, uh, not some, there was definitely social justice issues that Ryan Johnson was trying to do with this film. Uh, yeah. Definitely with the whole idea of the upper white class um, being uh, taking advantage of anybody that is below them, specifically minority race. But in that movie, like that is a theme that That he establishes. And then at the end of the day, it's like, 
no, this 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 Marta is more deserving of this money. Yep. Not because of her heritage, but no. because of her personality, like yes. who she is, her person. What the fuck does people hating or loving Donald Trump have to it's, do with it? It's Hollywood. You're going to have all that I type know, of stuff. I know, but it just really bothers me. Well, that's why we got to get people like you and I that get to the point where we get the money and then we can go off and kill off a patriarch get away with it, take all the money, and then they write a whodunit movie. And then they write us. a whodunit about us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm um, up for it. There was one thing in that scene, Just so though, you know, if we ever did murder someone, they will point to that as evidence. I'm sure they will, and I'm okay with it. Okay, that's you fair. Know. Do you want to go murder someone? Let's let's <laughs> let's talk about it, we'll, scheme we'll, it up tonight. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll be right, we'll, we'll be right we'll back. We'll be right back. <laughs> we got to... <laughs> We're back for the murder. <laughs> Just had to do that really quick. Uh, watch out. You know who you, you are. You know who it is. Yeah, yeah. We're ready. We're coming for you. We made uh, one person nervous. We made uh, one. Probably. That'd be so funny. We, we made one person be like, wait a second. Are they Am actually going for it? And the answer is yes. Yes. We're coming. We'll be there in a few minutes. Just let us finish up here, okay? Um, In that scene, though, there was one really great moment. Is very telling of how the family really viewed Marta. Because they said throughout the entire movie, and it was very subtle, um, and I don't know if people really caught it, and I'm probably giving away a question that I could have fucking used, and now I'm hating myself. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, no, it's okay, though, because I, I, I'll i be honest with you, I would have gotten it right. Yeah, so I know exactly yeah. where you're going with this. So you're not Good. missing out on Good. points or anything Good. like that. Yeah. Um, so throughout most of the movie, the family is saying that Marta is not just the help. She's a She's part, of the, part of the family. She's one of us. They would always help her out. Always. Always. And well, uh, when she comes into the room, when the family's all sitting down, Don Johnson, uh, uh, I forget his character's name, is drinking a cup of Morris. coffee. And he says something to Marta. I can't remember what exactly it was, but it was saying like, you're a part of this. You can be here. You're a part of the family. Yes. And, stuff. and then as he's talking and he's, focus more on the rest of the family he starts holding out a cup that he was drinking from and just like keeps pushing it closer and closer to marta yes and then finally marta takes it and then don johnson without acknowledging anything goes, goes back, back to, to what, what he was, he was doing and it was just so nice it's and clever. subtle and clever it's and very perfect. clever yeah it showed that they really don't think of her as anything but the help right like yeah, she might be friendly, she might be good-hearted and stuff like that, but she's definitely she's, not. But one she's of us. the help. Yeah, yes. right, right. Like, like we like you, but you are not part of the family. We're yep. just gonna say that because we're nice. Yep. And it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> but I, I did like that. I, very subtle, very nicely done. There, I, I, I like that a lot. Yep. Yeah. I think that's all. That I think we that's got all. For that. Yeah. Are we gonna move on to the know something quiz? I think we are. It is time for the Know Something Quiz. <laughs> Stupid. All right. We are going to do the Know Something Quiz. Uh, first off, Luke is ahead. Nine to six. Six I'm to lagging nine. lagging three points. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this up for uh, Luke to judge on this. Okay. Um, because I did say something kind of controversial in the last episode. Um what was it? Our listener, John uh, D. K. Uh, Coche, he uh, he said that, uh, 
Hey, Twitch, fuck you. Tusk was amazing. Oh, as I grudgingly admit, I am a huge Kevin Smith fan. Um, thank you for that, John. Appreciate that. Um, I, I should have clarified in this when I said that Tusk was a movie that was not that great, mm-hmm. <laughs> specifically in the eyes of the critic. I love Tusk. And I do think it's a good film. In fact, I think it's a really good film in a lot of ways. (laughs) Should I get negative points? No. Okay. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. Okay. Um, I will call this out, though. Um, Our good friend Carson from over at Conspiracy Theater Podcast, um, he sent us a very funny... um, Where is it? He said... On our on our big return to form episode, where where we were finally back and we talked about Mandalorian. Yes. Um, again, our good friend Carson from over at uh, Conspiracy Theater Podcast. He said, "Good to have No Nothing Nerds back." Forgetting the name of every single actor they talk about is my favorite part of the show. Should <laughs> we both get let's, should, we, should, should we both get docked a point for never knowing who the fuck we're talking about? <laughs> But here's the thing. It's right in the name of our show. It is. It you is know exactly clearly. what you're getting yourselves into <laughs> yeah. when you click on a, on a Know Nothing Nerd podcast. We're stupid. We, we are. <laughs> we're huge nerds, and we're huge fans of the stuff that but we, we watch. But we know nothing. But we know nothing. It's truly the genius in the name. It totally is. Which I give 100% props to you for. Thank because you. That was your that. that was your it thought. It was. It was. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So fuck you, Carson. <laughs> Try being as bad as this as we are. Good luck. <laughs> Call it. We're taking shots out. Let's let's do the quiz. Let's do the quiz, shall we? All right. Would you uh, like to lead us off? Sam? Yes, I'll lead you off. Uh, since uh, you went first last time, uh, I am so not ready for this. Oh, we'll see how it works out on either side. You see a movie once in theaters. <laughs> you spend the half of the time being mad at Donald Trump, and the other <laughs> half. You spend wondering who the hell did it because it's not clearly not Marta. You yep. tend to miss a lot of details. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the initial questioning, what action did Plonk do to show he was the one with the power in the room? He kept clicking the piano, which I did love whenever he was like over a conversation. Yep. Um, there is a show uh, that I loved uh, with Billy Bob Thornton in it, um, and I, I think it's called Billions. Um, I just Goliath. Goliath, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's his Amazon show where he's a lawyer. Um, and there's this, like, total evildoer, over-the-top character lawyer on the other side, like a big corporate lawyer. And every time he's done with a conversation, he's got a little clicker, and he clicks it. Uh, and he's just, like, constantly doing that uh, left and right. So yeah. I, I loved that little little feature. But I love how, how Craig does it, too, when he just hits the key yep. every time he's done. It's clever. Cool. All right, three points to you, sir. That's right. I'm going to give you the throwaway one first. Okay. Just to get that out of the way. Um, at what point in the movie does Daniel Craig start to suspect Marta? Oh. Not so much of a throwaway question for you. Seriously. Do you want a bit of a hint? Sure. It is something that Marta notices about herself very early on in the movie. That she throws up? No. No. Can I interest you in some new shoes, Twitch? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had blood on her shoes. She had blood on her shoes. I didn't get that. No, you didn't? No, I didn't. Was that that a fair question? No, that's a fair question. That's a fair question right right there. Because I was wondering in the movie when I saw that, I was like, did he notice that already? Or is he going to notice it at some point? Yeah, yeah, Because there's a couple points where it was like, 
he clearly had a shot at the shoe, but I don't know if he noticed right, or not. So, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So good, good question. Props to dude. Martha for wearing the same goddamn yeah. shoes every day. Yeah. And not noticing the blood. And not like, no, like she did notice the blood like when she got home and it's like, clean that shit, girl. Yeah. Come on. Yep. All right. Uh, my second question is, uh, I'll, I'll leave the last one. The first question I came up with last. How did Marta unintentionally give Harlan the right medicine? Okay. Um, I know this is going to be really, I don't have like the vocabulary to explain. Okay. She was so experienced that like just out of like reflexes, she could tell that the liquid of the proper drug, the ketamine was like a little more, a little less clear than the, uh, whatever the other one was. Yep. Yep, you got it. Piece that one together. <laughs> three, three. I am so screwed. Kind of struggled through that one there. Oh. Um, 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 um. Okay. Uh, how does Jaden uh, Lieberheimer's Bill from yep. it yep. Uh, find out that Ransom is being cut out from the will? He was hiding in the bathroom. Yes, yeah. he was being. He was uh, a, doing a Twitter storm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he was just masturbating. You know. Oh. No, I think he was tweeting. It was a little pre. Yeah. He he masturbates to Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He's a big. Tw- he's, a big he's like trolling. He's, like a, he's a trolling. Big, I'm yeah. trolling. Yeah, he's oh, a big. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm keeping that in. Yeah. You know I'm keeping that in. I know in. you are. I might even just put that at the beginning. <laughs> that just might be the first thing of the maybe, episode. Maybe we should do a do a supercut of our uh unintentional uh 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 controversy starting topics along with my uh very like uh, uh overtly sexual overtly sexual stuff. And then what we should do is we should make a compilation of it. Uh huh. We could probably get like two or three hours of the amount of stupid controversial yes. shit we've said and then like ship it off to Squarespace yes and be like this could be you this could be you like this <laughs> this is the platform this you want to be this is where on. you want to be right now yeah totally <laughs> alright so I finally got three you've got three you're up I to nine three. I'm up to fifteen yes I'm not liking this. I'm not liking this. At this point, you cannot catch up today, which is no, nice. No, it's, that's, it's that's true. I've got a little bit of a buffer. Yes, But you this do. is going to be your hardest question from what I have. Hopefully. From, hopefully. What's been, from what's been rumored around the rumor mill, I've been hearing that this is going to be the most complicated question. All right. What was the first clue that told us Marta wasn't actually the killer? Fuck. No idea. Um, or wasn't guilty, I should say. First clue that she wasn't guilty. Uh, I bet it was pretty early on. Yes. Oh, I, like, I, I, are you, are you, is it just when Christopher Palmer slits his throat? No. Okay. I don't know then. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, there's two kind of clues, two question, two clue questions that I would have accepted. Sure. One was the dogs didn't bark. Oh, Okay. I see you. Because when Tony Collette, uh, said, right, 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 she said the dogs were barking. Dogs Good were barking. Lord, did you pick up on that? Oh Holy yeah, shit. oh yeah. They hung a bell. They hung a lantern on some of those. Bits. Good Lord. And then when uh, we see Ransom for the first time, the dogs are barking at him. Right, 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 right. So like, if that I had, clued if I had been thinking about dogs, yep. yeah, you're totally the right. The other clue was when uh, we see Marta. When we see her flashback of what happened, 
when she goes up and climbs up into the window, grandma's there and she says, you're back ransom, again. you're back. Yeah. That was the other clue. Yeah. To which me, just like all the other dummies in the theater, probably just meant from when he stormed out the yes. first time. And she seems senile. Right, exactly. But we learn later on she's not that senile. She's not. She's just blind as a bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, okay, fair, very fair, very yep. fair. Okay, my last and the last question of the day. How does Chris Evans, Ransom, not get caught with his footprints entering the back of the house. Oh, damn. Is that fair? Is that fair game? That's fair game. Okay. I I like how I have to ask because I'm so used to bullshit questions. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, He he uses... I, I want you to get it. He uses his, like environment to his advantage i don't know if that helps you at all but no it doesn't it doesn't so there's like that brick uh there's like the stone walk like uh walls on either side oh yeah using those guys yeah which also like immediately alerts the dogs that he's there yeah but he does not get his footprints in the mud yep which then marta expertly she covers up so that was clever awesome that was clever it also remains uh it 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 is also up to either daniel craig being a big dummy or kind of giving her that yeah you know what i mean because sometimes you think is he rooting for her yeah you know what i mean he definitely is but i think that that was a moment where um she was clever than the rest of the detectives there yeah um because she's obviously can play off somebody that doesn't know detective work. Yes. Cause she's not there, but she realizes in that moment, like, Oh shit, those are my footprints. Yes. They talked about mud. I got to figure out a way. I got to like step quickly. all over this. Yeah. So yeah. she did it cleverly by walking in the same footprints up there. Super clever. And then when they said, Oh, get off the mud. She's like, what? You're what? too far away. She, yeah. Walks right through the mud yeah. to really cover it up. Amazing. So good. Very clever. So I don't really think that, Blanc was a dummy in that moment. That's I think fair. he was just he, he just got played. He yep. just got played. Yeah. Um. So there you have it. There we have it. Eighteen 15. to to to. Uh... No, it's fifteen. Oh, that's right. I didn't get that yeah. one wrong. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm trying to give myself try try to I'm give, trying to give myself ahead. a little extra buffer. Oh, trying to give myself you a little, little extra jerk. Buffer. Fifteen to nine. You're pretty close behind. Yeah. You could you could catch up in the next quiz. Um. Which will not be for a little bit. Yes. Um, next week we're going to do a little bit of a rant just because we're going to be saving our chops for the big episode. Yes. Uh, which will be episode nine of Star Wars. Correct. Uh, in the coming weeks. We're not 100% sure how we're going to and when we're going to get the Star Wars episode out to you, but the rant will at least be out to you guys next yes. uh, Thursday. Um, so that kind of wraps up today's episode of Knives Out. What would you give this a rating out of 10? Oh, I'm going to give uh, Knives Out uh, easily a 9. A 9? Nine? Nine. Yeah, I think I'd give it a good 9. Yeah. I'd give it a 10 if it weren't for uh, the our political boy, stuff. Our little political stuff. That yeah. really bugged me. Like, I can tell that. Yeah, I know. I, I keep bringing it up. I can keep bringing it up. <laughs> I keep talking about that elephant in the room. Yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, next week, rant episode, uh, then Star Wars. It's probably going to come out earlier. Yes. Um, than we usually do because yes. we just really want to get on that cool. train. Yeah, we want to get on we're, the train. Because we're, we're whoring for numbers We're here. whoring for numbers, exactly, yeah. and sponsorships. And so sponsorship. Squarespace, yeah. if you want to sponsor us, just remember all the things we said about men's penis enlargement pills and men's yeah. penis enlargement pills. Men's penis enlargement pills. Men's penis enlargement pills. We're really love. digging that grave. Yeah, we sure are, buddy. <laughs> you and me. Maybe we need to try and uh, take uh, Jaden's, uh, uh, Billy uh, from It's uh, point of view and just like, 
go just right right to the alt right people. We should make we should start we should, getting sponsorship. We should, yeah, from them. that's what we should do. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We are now an alt right podcast, dude. The sound bites, if that ever like gets clipped, like we're definitely fucked. Oh, absolutely, we're <laughs> fucked. I might take that out. In fact, I might just leave that out. Actually, no, no, no. I'll do what I usually do, or what I've been doing in the past. Let's think of something really funny to say in terms of all of the controversial things that I said just then. Um, what would you like to say? Uh, that dude. Or should I just bleep it out? Uh, it's stealing from uh, conspiracy theater. We don't want to rip off conspiracy theater. They bleep. They oh, did, they do bleep. They do bleep. They do you know. Bleep. They bleep, Carson they did bleep flame when, us they, this they week. They bleep whenever there's sensitive information. Yeah, in there, yeah. In their, they in their did podcast. flame us this week, so we might be able to get away with stealing it this time. That's around. true. That's true. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'll I'll think of something funny. Yeah. To, to put in there, I might just put in like random bits from the from the episode. <laughs> just like over <laughs> over that. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what I'll do? No, no, no. I'll think of something. Anyway, let's get out of here before we say yes. anything more anti-Semitic. Uh, you can always follow us on Twitter. I've been tweeting a little bit more recently. At KN Nerds. You can follow us on Facebook where Twitch is very active. At Facebook.com forward slash Nerds, Or just go to Facebook and search Nerds. You can also send us an email over at KnowNothingNerds at gmail.com, which neither of us have checked in probably a year. Probably not. Let's sift through that inbox. Yeah. We got a lot of fan questions in there, I'm or sure. Or a lot of just junk mail. Like Mostly probably men's penis men's enlargement penis pills. Enlargement pills, which um, we both tend to look at quite a bit. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? We just found out. I'm going to put men's penis enlargement pills in front of... <laughs> In front of everything that I said. That was controversial. In or front like... of all the controversial or otherwise things that were said. You're going to hear men's penis enlargement pills. Let's get out of here, shall all we? All right. We'll see you next week with a rant. Yeah. Um, and don't forget to subscribe. Rate us on everything that's available for on podcasting everything. except for Spotify. Because um, fuck those guys. Yeah. You know, screw them for wanting money. And <laughs> screw our chances at advertisements. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.